on today's I Didn't Say That. We talk about the United States going to war with Denmark over Greenland. Denmark. <laughs> uh, we talk about the King of Israel, government controlling our lives, uh, and what's coming here if the Democrats get their way. Uh, we have our 2020 update featuring more gaffes from Joe Biden and his wife Jill making, well, making it very, making it very clear that there's only one reason why people are supporting Joe Biden. Um, and that's really the only thing he's got going for him. Um, and then we, uh, we'll finish up with our closing thoughts on our Trump tweet of the day. So uh, without further ado, let's get this kicked off. Let's do it. I don't know how this all started. Greenland? It started, the Greenland Greenland thing, it started with, with, with what, it was a New York Times or a Wall Street Journal story. I think it was like something or just like, Trump just said in a jest, like he says a lot of things. He's just keeping the press on their toes. But it was, it was, it was, it started from one of his advisors leaking that he was talking about buying Greenland. That's how this whole thing started. So whether it was secondhand or whatever, and it's just given Trump just such an opportunity to troll the media. Um, and now we have an actual... It's, it's actually like spilling over kind of into like foreign policy. Now whether this is all for theater or whatever, it doesn't, I mean, at the end of the day, this doesn't matter at all. Yeah, I mean, it would be. I, I don't. I don't. Do we even need Greenland? No. Apparently, they, there's they some. Don't even there's make some strategic. There's some strategic value, but it's fifty, fifty-four, fifty-five thousand people on the island. Two golf courses. Well, it'd be sweet to go golf there. I'd like to go golf in Greenland. How many people can say they've golfed in Greenland? I mean, I'm well, we pretty can't. sure everyone would be like, well, you can still go golf Greenland. We don't have to own it. I think it would be nice if they put a Trump Trump resort, a little 36-hole complex on Greenland. I'm okay with that. If that's why he wants to buy it, then buy it. But anyway, so the Danish prime minister met Frederiksen. She's a socialist, right? Um, it's from like the Social Democrat Party. All these European countries have like these weird names of their parties that always sound like socialist, but then they try to say they're not. So I never really know. Whoever really knows when it's Europe. You make it. You make a. You make a pretty good point there, Katie. These the the names. It's like it's like. It, but we have it also in Minnesota. It's like the. It's like the Democrat Farm something whatever. Democrat farm? Is that where they like raise young Democrats? It's a Democratic Farmer Labor Party. Anything that says Labor Party in it, you know it's not good. You know you should turn around and head for the hills. Senator Amy Klobuchar is DFL. DFL? The Democratic Farmer Labor Party. DFL? Like DTL. <laughs> That's G- all I can think GTL. of. Or GTL. The DFL is one of only two state Democrat Party affiliates of a different name, the other being the North Dakota Democratic Nonpartisan League Party. Now, that's just stupid. That's 
That's nonsense. That's absolute nonsense. Um. Anyways. So yeah, she's probably she's probably some leftist. Whatever she called it absurd. It was like absurd of the idea that the that Denmark would sell the United States fifty thousand people or something like that. Um, and Trump and Trump said, "You want to know what? You want to know what? I'm I'm cancel I'm canceling I'm canceling my visit. I'm canceling Denmark. You're canceled." Yep. Uh, Trump was invited by Denmark's Queen Margaret. Why are these people? Margrethe, too, for a state visit on September 2nd and 3rd, and initially claimed he wouldn't discuss Greenland. Uh, and then he blamed his cancellation on Fredrickson's refusal to talk about selling it. So there we go. Well, yeah, because he's like, you're disrespecting us. This wasn't a, we didn't say it as a joke, so you shouldn't respond as a joke. And as he rightly pointed out, Truman talked about buying Greenland, so this isn't like out of the blue no and there's also there's also some strategic consideration i think china has china is interested also in greenland and so is russia so like there is like a little bit of a a a tift here going on um but i mean so trump today in a press gaggle said i thought that the prime minister's statement that it was absurd that was an absurd idea was nasty i thought it was an inappropriate statement all she had to do is say no we wouldn't be interested (laughs) (laughs) she shouldn't treat the united states that way she said absurd that's not the right word to use absurd i thought it was an inappropriate statement all she had to do is say no we wouldn't be interested I thought it was a very not nice way of saying something. They could have told me no. All they had to do was say no. I am not repeating myself. I am reading the transcript. We would rather not do that or we would rather not talk about it. Don't say what an absurd idea that is. She's not talking to me. She's talking to the President of the United States of America. You don't talk to the United States that way, at least under me. I thought it was a not nice statement the way she blew me off. We've done a lot for Denmark. <laughs> it's true. Denmark needs us way more than we need Denmark. Greenland was just an idea, just a thought. But I think when they say it was absurd and it was said in a very nasty, very sarcastic way, I said, we'll make it some other time. I love ben- Denmark. I've been to Denmark. And frankly, we'll do it another time. <laughs> Respect has to be shown to the United States. I love this man. I love him in every every sense. And you want to know what this is? This isn't like an actual issue. No one actually can. I mean, how many people were really going, oh, wow. I'm oh, really now, anticipating. Now we're really screwed because we can't get Greenland. I was really <laughs> anticipating not just the purchase of Greenland, but I was really anticipating Donald Trump's state visit to Denmark. Like, I didn't even know he was going to Denmark. Who even knew on. he was going to Denmark? He's just having some fun. Look, it's the dog days of summer. All of a sudden, school schools are back. Schools are back. I think that just stays in your head forever. That it's like, it's the fall. Summer's over. Fun is over. It's time to work again. And then it's going to be cold and miserable. And Trump's like, I just need to have fun. I'm just blowing out the end of my summer. And I'm going to buy Greenland. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? Because why not? Didn't we look this up? What was the last time a country actually bought a piece of land as opposed to taking it by force? Wasn't it Hawaii? So your your mother said it was Alaska, which is which is for the United States is correct. Alaska ding, ding, ding. was our last major land purchase. 
there was in 1860, now that was 1867, in 1860, 1868, Rupert's Land was bought by Canada from the Hudson Bay Company for 300,000 pounds. And then in 2012, Japan bought the Senkaku Islands, which are also part of, also, aka Daiyu Islands, Tiayutai Islands, and Pinnacle Islands, sovereignty currently disputed between People's Republic of China and Japan. Okay, so the last year something was bought was... 2012 was okay, the last so that time was like something not was not that burnt. long ago. So then, well, wh- this is not a crazy idea to just buy some not, land. There haven't been a ton of just outright land purchases. That's what I'm saying. The third most recent was Alaska in 1867. Okay, so 1867. Yeah, but I mean, 2012 there was a land purchase, so it's not out of the ordinary, but it's certainly not. Well, it is out of the ordinary. Let's be honest. To, to just be like, we're going to buy Greenland. Um, just an idea, just a thought, but of course the media runs away with it. They have to do all this stuff. Now they want to create some sort of diplomatic tension. Trump's just having fun with it. They're going to talk. They're going to, they're going to have fun. Um, you know, a Danish politician branded Trump, Trump's behavior as grotesque and said he was throwing a hissy fit. (laughs) I mean, of course they're going to paint it that way. That's how the press is going to paint this is a hissy fit. I mean, we all saw that coming. Hella Thorning Schmidt, a former Danish prime minister, wrote on Twitter that Trump's cancellation was deeply insulting to the people of Greenland and Denmark. He said he was going to reschedule. It's not that big of a deal. But anyways, anyways, we have to we have to get onto the to amazingly. Trump found a way. And this is why I think it just goes with my theory that this is just the dog days of summer for him. And he's just he's just having fun before he has to go back to school. Let's do it. And so Trump retweeted a man named Wayne Allen Root today. And if you haven't seen it, I'm going to read the tweets out loud. Um. But <laughs> it's really, it's 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 really hard to talk about this seriously. Thank you to Wayne Allen Root for the very nice words. Quote: President Trump is the greatest president for Jews and for Israel in the history of the world, not just America. He is the best president for Israel in the history of the world, and the Jewish people in Israel love him like he's the king of Israel. They love him like he is the second coming of God, but American Jews don't know him or like him. They don't even know what they're doing or saying anymore. It makes no sense, but that's okay. If he keeps doing what he's doing, he's good for all Jews, blacks, gays, everyone. And importantly, he's good for everyone in America who wants a job. Wow! Exclamation point. (laughs) Needless to say, this... Did not go over well in Washington, D.C. or in New York, on any of the coasts. This was absolute 100% freakout time for the left. And so everyone has to start getting their, getting their shots in. Oh, he's a nar- He, You know, oh, this is just, you know, his narcissism. He actually does think he's the, the second coming. You know, he's... 
he's just absolutely off his rocker. Um, that fat slob, Conway, job of the Conway, tweeted out that, that, you know, oh, he needs to be institutionalized, that someone, that, that his staff needs to step in and just just lock him up, put him in asylum. The 20, tw- hashtag 25th Amendment was trending on Twitter today because apparently the two things that people care about are one, Donald Trump tweeting out nice things that people say about him and that he wants to buy Greenland. Well, that goes against their narrative. Only mean things need to be said about him. He's a terrible, horrible, horrible person. It's, it's, it was, it, I mean, yeah. But the point being is that they just absolutely jump on any bait that he throws them. And he knows it. And you want to know how he knows it? Because later in the day, after this whole King of Israel thing and people, everyone had to comment on it, he is speaking with the media. And when he's talking with the media, they ask him about the Chinese tariffs. And he says to them that, you know, the usual, all the best hits. China's been ripping us off for years. Past presidents haven't been dealing with it. I'm going to be dealing, you know, so now I have to deal with it. And I like what we're doing. Um, And then he said, I guess I'm the chosen one. (laughs) Somebody, I am, somebody had to, excuse me, somebody had to do it. I am the chosen one. Somebody had to do it. And taking on China on trade, we are winning. We are the piggy bank. We are the ones the European Union wants to rob and take advantage of. The European Union, $200 billion. China, more than $500 billion. Sorry, I was put here by people to do a great job, and that's what I'm doing. Nobody has done a job like I've done. So anyways, he drops the chosen line in there, chosen one line in there, obviously, to screw with the media even more, because now he's handed them just a fully formed narrative for fun. Yep. He tweets out someone calling him the second coming of Christ. (laughs) Of course he believes this. He's Donald Trump. Even just a couple hours later, he goes, I I am the chosen one. And it's just a full-blown media freakout. They take the bait every time. This is how dumb these people are. I hate when people use the term media elites. There's nothing elite about these people other than their abject stupidity. Oh, and Fredo, Frodo, he is saying that Trump is not aging because he doesn't care enough for the country. And that's why he doesn't have gray hair. Of course. Because, like... Really? That's what we're going to talk about now? Well, look at all the past presidents. Their hair went white. Just so absurd. Donald Trump has a specific image, a certain way that he wants to look, and he is going to pay to look that way. Fredo Cuomo knows that. Everyone knows it. Okay? That's the deal with Donald Trump. Fredo. Frodo. Frodo. On this show, he's Frodo. He's Frodo. Frodo Cuomo. Oh, dear Lord. 
so anyways, it's just always hysterical how Donald Trump always finds a way to get inside the media's head. We already know he lives there rent-free, but they are just, they take the bait so easily. They just, every day, imagine living your life where every day you wake up already miserable (laughs) and you spend all day on things like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and whatever all other hellscape social media platform that you would people waste their time on these days just looking for something to make you feel even more miserable to make you even more angry to make you so have your judgment so clouded by hatred for something that you have no control over imagine being like that and then you can kind of put yourselves in the shoes of everyone who works in the news media today and calls himself a quote-unquote journalist. Norms are being ruined. Norms are being ruined. What does that even mean, norms? What, the past 44 people who are president of the United States were saints? Are you kidding me? I mean, aren't we tearing, starting to tear down monuments of anyone who had anything to do with slavery so we're gonna have to start taking down monuments for u.s presidents so don't even get me started from the left that donald trump is some ultra bad guy when didn't enslave anyone and as we all know if you're gonna run a democrat ticket you need to believe in cash reparations um but anyway so i mean the twitter freak out was of course great from all of this just shows how serious Chuck Todd had a complete meltdown on MSNBC this afternoon. Really? Oh, yeah. Absolute meltdown. What? Did he cry? He didn't cry. It was Aww. just the usual to go back to. This is not normal. He said, I can't believe I have to say it, Todd said, but it is not normal, nor is it American. So he's calling the president of the United States anti-American. Also, what's normal? Isn't that like exactly. a... like verboten thing to say now? Oh, that's true. That is a microaggression, yeah. right? Right, because we have to celebrate our differences. So, so Donald Trump has a different way of dealing with those jerks in Denmark who won't sell us Greenland, so we can build a Trump resort with Trump golf course on it. They won't sell us Greenland, so screw Denmark. He's got a different way of dealing with it. It is not American to call Jewish Americans disloyal if they somehow vote for Democrats. Meaning voting for Democrat is disloyal to america so no he is telling the he truth called them disloyal because they don't vote for candidates who support israel well i know what he's getting and at. the media knows that and they're just being blind willfully complicit as usual yeah and and by by the way just for record i mean i don't know why we have a litmus test about whether you support a foreign country or not that's not a litmus test we need. That wasn't Your job a, is to represent Americans. That's not, <laughs> that Trump, that's not Trump's point. Trump's point was that m- most Jews r- r- want Israel to exist. They believe in that it's the Holy Land and they like that there's a place 
they just like Israel. So his point is, if you like Israel and you believe that's a holy land and you want the democracy protected, why are you voting for candidates who actively work against Israel? That's what he's saying. He's not saying that you have no, to I... support Israel to be an American. He's just saying if that's something that's important to you, which for a lot of Jewish Americans it is, why are you voting for candidates who don't support that? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I hear you on that point. I think that's that's. I think that's a fair point. It is not normal, let alone very American, to cancel a trip to Denmark because they won't sell us Greenland. After saying the trip to Denmark had nothing to do with buying Greenland in the first place, all of a sudden, like Denmark is like our number one ally. Didn't you know Denmark? Somehow scorned. Denmark's the biggest producer of Greenland. (laughs) They're the biggest. They are. Denmark (laughs) is the biggest producer of Greenland. That. We're gonna buy all the Greenland. We live all near. Green- we live near. There Greenland. is a Greenland in New Hampshire, y'all. We live near. So Greenland. we already own it, technically. Yep. Um, Are we appropriating because we named a town in New Hampshire Greenland that's not really Greenland? Who says they didn't name it? Who says they didn't name Greenland after our Greenland? That's true. They probably did. Obviously. Greenland is ice, and Iceland is green. <laughs> How many times have we heard that in the past week? Too many. Too many. So don't don't way too many. So don't say it. Yeah. I will you will not hear that. Okay, so what on else is Chuck Todd? Okay, so he's playing off microaggressions. Okay. It is not normal for the Republican Party to enable this, to sit back by not standing up, speaking out. Elected Republicans are allowing the president to keep behaving erratically, abnormally, and in ways that are far from effective. Says who? He became Says president who? of the United States. He's president of the United States. He won a national election, and he's saying he doesn't know He doesn't know what he's doing. He, he's What he's doing is erratic. What he's doing is is not effective. What do you mean it's not effective? Everything that he's done to this point has gotten him to where he is. And he can say something that only 44 other people in history can say they've been, which is president of the freaking United States of America. Also, he's saying things that people in this country say all the time. All the time. They've been wanting everyone else to realize. Ask I mean... Any- Ask any Trump supporter what they think about the Greenland thing, and they'll be like, oh, it's awesome. It's hysterical. Like the guy he called fat last week in Manchester, New Hampshire. It's like, but he called you the fat guy. He's like, oh, yeah, I love the guy. I love the guy. Yeah, he's going to vote for him. Right. And speaking of rallies, his rally crowds are just getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Bigger, people. I'm telling you, there are way more people who didn't vote for him last time who are going to vote for him now more so than those who voted for him last time and aren't going to vote for him this time. I think that's an extremely small number. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's just this. It's just the past week or so has been so instructive in how the media is doing a terrible job at what they claim to do, um, and that they're just—it's just absolutely dummy fast over there um but let's 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 move on from one group of elites the media the quote-unquote elites the 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 elite of the the idiots um to uh, another group of elites the eco warriors you have to be so rich to be an eco warrior oh, you, yeah. you have to be like really poor living in a tree house bathing in patchouli oil or you have to be like Meghan Markle and Prince Harry rich. Well, 
What do they I guess, want? I guess, what do they I guess want now, Max? I guess technically Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are closer to the patchouli oil welfare people because they live on welfare. Um, but anyway, so for some reason, we have this thing called Energy Star, which is a federal program managed jointly by the Department of Energy and the Environmental Protection Agency. Two things that we don't need. Well, Department of Energy, maybe. Environmental Protection Agency, uh, I don't. With record-breaking heat waves becoming the norm, this is from Fox 5 New York. With record-breaking heat waves becoming the norm, finding ways to beat the heat without busting your budget might seem mystifying. According to Energy Star, keeping your central air thermostat set to 78 degrees is optimal for both cooling and energy efficiency. But this recommendation only applies at times when you're at home. This is the federal government. This is a project managed by the Department of Energy and the EPA, the Environmental Protection, A- Protection Agency. Department of Energy and the EPA. While you are away from the house during the day, you should keep the thermostat set to 85 degrees or higher. While you don't you s- even need to set it at that point. You just turn it off. While you sleep, Energy Star recommends keeping the temperature set at 82 degrees or higher. Okay, so let's be very clear. So I work from home. We just got back from vacation the other day. It was 84 deg- 85 degrees in the house. It was 82 downstairs and 84 upstairs. And 84 upstairs. And we so, left nothing on. So this is just... We left, we left nothing on. That's what it warms up to. Was it uncomfortable to walk into the house? No, I didn't really uh, notice it, it right away. It was pretty warm. The third after floor a couple was of, very warm. After a couple of minutes, you noticed it. Um, well, we said at first, I think it's absolutely outrageous to set the temperature at 78 during the day. I work here. I turn everything off. It gets up to 75, 76. We, we have, a, we have, a, we have a, a basically a brand new house. So it's very well built, very well insulated. Um, we're very lucky. So the cool... It also the doesn't con- get exorbitantly hot here. Like when we lived no. in Virginia, like we didn't nobody worked from home at that time but we have a dog and we left the air conditioner i think at 75 or 76 Mm -hmm. because we can't leave her in there and have it get up in the 80s she'll die i mean like no and we i mean we did it because we wanted to save money because this is this is what the market does If you care, if you want to save money, you'll reduce your energy. So, like, (laughs) exactly. if we're wasting our energy, then charge more. (laughs) But this is, Katie, this is about the turtles. It's always about the turtles. I think it's probably about the turtles. While You You know that's not But this is the real kicker. This is the real (laughs) kicker. Well, we're going to do, we've already said, we have to do a straw episode. We have to do an episode just on straws. Yeah. While you sleep, Energy Star recommends keeping the temperature set at 82 degrees or higher. That is the most insane thing I have ever heard in my life. First of all, if you need it to be hot when you're sleeping, I I legitimately cannot understand that. You might be we might be just be different species of people. You you or I might be an alien, but if you can sleep when it's 82 degrees in your house and only getting warmer, that's nuts. All right, we crank the AC at night because we want a good, comfortable sleep. And it just, it's fun to get under large blankets. 
So that's what we treat ourselves to. And we wake up. We work out at home. I would also like to know where somebody lives that they need to set their house at 82 in the evening. Like just... Like that's a nice comfortable Their recommendation 82. should just be to turn everything off. That's turn the recommendation. Right, exactly. Just turn it off. Just turn it off. Just turn it off. In the evening, turn it off. That's basically their recommendation. It'll probably be cooler than they If do. you're not home and you have no living things in your home and you're gone from 95, just turn the stupid thing off all day. That's all you have to do. And... Even better, get yourself like a nest mm-hmm. and then, or just a regular one and time it and have it start going an hour before you get home from work. That way it's cooled off. Exactly. That's what we if did in Virginia. That's what we did in Virginia. Um, but anyways, this gets into a larger point because for some reason, this is something the federal government cares about. The federal government now wants to get involved in how you set your temperature. So the first thing I want to say about this is that, and this is great that you brought up the nest, how many people out there have connected devices in their home, like thermostats, like Amazon Alexas? Google Home. Google Home. Facebook whatever that thing Facebook is called. Facebook whatever portal. Does anybody whatever. own that? I, I mean, have no it's idea. just so stupid. Just like prop your iPad up. I don't understand. How about locks? I think there's locks that you can connect to the internet. Oh, weird. Baby. Oh, yeah, like the rover people, the the dog walking thing, don't they? Yep. Something like that. Yep. So how many people have everything in their house connected to the internet, or at least some part of Let their house you, connected to the internet? Let me tell you, I just stayed at a house in Sebastopol right where everything was connected by the internet, and the internet didn't work. So basically the whole house didn't work. It was a disaster. Yeah, you, I mean, that's. I think that's the nightmare scenario right there where – you're connected and, you know, Comcast is doing their thing. Um, so, but but this brings up the larger point because we, now all of this information, and by the way, you're pretty much, you're probably sharing this information with companies unknowingly and they're probably advertising off of it or selling it in some part. Definitely. For advertising purposes, right? Like, if you don't think that Amazon records everything you said off your Alexa, congratulations. Collect your idiot award. Same thing with Google. Same thing with Facebook. Same thing with all of that. Connected televisions, they track everything you watch, right? Not to mention that Google knows your entire internet browsing history, so don't even worry about it. That's connected to your email, which they have. So um, all of our lives are tracked all of the time. And the reason why this thermostat thing triggered something in me was because of another story that I saw uh, this weekend. And I'm going to say the source. Stick with me. Um, I have other sources that back up this exact same thing. But I saw this link on Drudge, and I clicked it. And it goes to InfoWars. I think this is the usual disclaimer. It's InfoWars. Generally take it with a grain of salt. They do get some things right. They get some things wrong. But they do get some things right. I think they're more right than wrong 
generally speaking. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, especially because this is something that could be easily confirmed. Chinese social credit score prevents 2.5 million discredited entities from buying plane tickets. The communist Chinese government is bragging about its social credit system presenting 2.5 million discredited entities from purchasing plane tickets and 90,000 people from buying high-speed train tickets in the month of July alone. This is from the Global Times News. And this is actually been this is this is from the Chinese government itself. Global Times, China's national English language newspaper under the People's Daily. Right? This is the state of China saying that they have stopped people from purchasing plane tickets and high-speed rail because of their social credit score. What goes into their social credit score? Now, that's a great question, Katie. So, China plans to rank all of its citizens based on their social credit by 2020. People can be rewarded or punished according to their scores. A person's social scores can move up and down according to their behavior. That's so weird. So what kind of things go into this behavior, might might you ask? Bad driving, smoking on trains, buying too many video games. That's What's the too many number? Right? <laughs> buying, buying too much junk food, buying too much alcohol, calling a friend who has a low credit score, having a friend online who has a low credit score, posting fake news online. What's considered fake? Criticizing the government. Of course. Well, that basically everyone. Visiting unauthorized websites, walking your dog without a... Wait, how do you visit an unauthorized site? I thought you couldn't even go there. Behind the Great Wall. Anyone who has a VPN. Walking your dog without a leash. Apparently. Don't worry, Penny. Letting your dog bark too much. Oh, we'd be screwed. Oh, Penny, you would definitely get us a low score in China. So, I want to say, there are a ton of people who read this and go, wow, that's creepy, but that's just China. Let me tell you. No. This is not just China. This is the dream of the Democrat Party combined with the tech companies. This is their dream. Total control over the population to nudge them by force, essentially, hmm. into this, behaving the way that they want them to behave. This sounds a little bit like the beginning of a red flag law. It does sound just. It does sound similar to a red flag law. Now, what would go into a red flag law? How are we going to track all these people that are going to have red flags? Is is keeping our thermostat at sixty eight while we sleep going to be a red flag? Because we're certainly not listening to whatever Energy Star has to say. It's clearly a cycle that a behavior, flag? and we shouldn't have a gun. It's crazy. Well, as we learned from Andrew Yang in the last debate, it's already 10 years too late. We should already be moving to higher ground. That's true. Good so, thing we live on a hill. So why? Yeah, right. Good thing we live on a hill. So why even care what Energy Star? Why do we need Energy Star or the Environmental Protection Agency? We're already screwed at this point. So why not just blast our AC all day until we inevitably get Andrew Yang to fund our move to a higher location in the in the hills. This is true. There's no there's no incentive for me to go along with this. But anyway, the point being, if you don't think this is coming to America, this is absolutely coming to America. 
if you think about the people who have been deplatformed from Twitter and YouTube, let's just talk for, about just for their political views. Let's just talk for their about political how views. Instagram and I'm not talking wouldn't about even let me on. Instagram wouldn't let you on. Yeah, I tried to create an account called Fake News because I wanted to basically show a photo of the exact same subject line, but from two different sources with two different totally biased headlines. And they refused to let me make the account. I didn't even post anything. I simply just made a username and they were like, this account has been banned. I'm like, for what? It has just has a username, which you accepted when yeah. I created it. And I tried it with like four different names, variations of the names. Because they are now the art, they don't want anything with fake news in the name because now Facebook sees it upon themselves to be the arbiters. No, but remember we used other names. We didn't just use fake news. We we put like questionable news. We put like tell the different. Like we we did things yep. that were different and they still kept banning it. I think they just like took my IP from the first one. They were like anything this IP makes, no bueno. That's probably true. They also, I mean, the more nefarious thing would be um, the more nefarious thing would be if they looked at who you follow and they figured out that you were someone who might be posting things that are against the agenda no they couldn't because i couldn't even create the account i literally created it and they immediately yeah, but your device me. id your device id they already know yeah they probably saw that they already, already know who you follow account. they already know who you follow i don't follow i don't think i follow too many questionable people on instagram you follow enough one is too many katie one is too many so if you don't think that this is coming here, where they're going to track what your thermostat set at, when they're going to track everything you ask Alexa about, when they track everything that you watch on television, they track what's on the radio, they track what's on your iPad, they track what's on your Facebook and Instagram and Twitter account. Let me tell you something. President Kamala Harris, she's coming after you. Every time I hear the name Kamala Harris, I just think Camel. Like, I just think camel. Like, I can't stop thinking camel. Camel. Why? Camel. It just sounds Why? like camel. Doesn't it sound like camel? Okay. It's just me, but it's, I'm going to call her camel. Kalama. See, I can't even say it now because I'm just thinking camel. Okay. So what did, what did, what did the camel do? I'm just saying, wait till wait till she gets a hold of it. Oh, I thought we were breezing into our 2020 update. Well, we can breeze into our 2020 update where uh, it says Harris Harris slides down the pole. That's that's mean. Meaner than a camel. Well, who needed to write that? Why? Why? Who wrote that on the board? You wrote the board. Harris slides. What that should say is that Senator Harris oh, is yeah. dropping in the polls. That's mean. Anyways, uh, yeah, in the latest polling. Uh, Penny, did you do that? There was, it might have been Penny. It might have been Penny. Um, she's down at 5%. What was she before? Well, she was, floating, was, in, she was floating in the mid-teens. Oh, ooh. Right now, her I have to say, when we were in California, I did not see a one Kamala Harris sticker sign anywhere. So I see her on Real Clear Politics peaking her average, peaking at 15.2. And this was on... Also, have we seen any Biden stickers anywhere ever? I haven't seen any. We've seen 
a few Bernies, but I'm pretty convinced they're from the last election. So I don't know if they're like this election. And we've seen a few Pete's mm-hmm. and some Tulsi's. Tulsi's. Uh, some Yang's. Like, yeah. Some Yang's. Where do we see a Yang? See Yang's everywhere. <laughs> well, we yeah. saw those people at the coffee shop. That was a contingent of Yang supporters. He That's is the different. Eight, he is the eighth highest polling person, according to Real Clear Politics, by the way. Just tossing it out there. But anyway, so Biden, uh, this was on July 5th. Harris peaked at 15.2. So that's her peak. Now she's at... So where did her 10... 7.4. Where did her 10 percentage points go? Uh, Sanders is roughly the same. Maybe a little... Sanders is a little bit higher. Did go to Warren? Warren's higher. Um, but not by that much. So let's... It went to Biden? So, no. So let's go... Let's just look at it. This is Biden 26... Harris 15.2, Sanders 14, Warren 13.8. Okay. Mayor Pete 5.2. That was old, right? Not that's not That was when she peaked. Now Biden's 28.8, so 2.8 higher. Sanders 16, so a little higher. Warren 15.4, so a little bit higher. But it really, it just... So her 10 percentage points were just kind of... It was fluttered it was around seven, a bunch of it was, people. It was like eight percentage points, and some went to Biden, some went to Sanders, some went to Warren, some went to. Well, Mayor Pete's kind of at the same. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's just a little bit spread out more and more, but. Didn't we have some breaking news about the 2020 update? Oh yes, we did. We finally know what uh, is going on with the next debates. So the next debates are going to be on ABC News. September 12th and 13th. Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. Get together a menu. These are... Oh. We'll put together a drinking game for you. Hell yeah. So, it's Thursday and if necessary, Friday. Oh yeah. What do they mean necessary? Like if enough people meet the requirements? How many people meet the requirements right now? Is Ten like, people meet the requirements so far right now. Is Marianne one of them? Vice President Joe Biden. Okay. Duh. I mean, if he didn't... Elizabeth there, Warren, Bernie Sanders, okay. Harris, okay. Mayor Pete, okay. Beto, Ugh. Booker, okay. Klobuchar, Ugh. Castro, Ugh. and Andrew Yang. So no Mary. So I see two. So I see. So there's some. There the biggest name that I see that's not on there right now is um, Pete. No Pete's on there. <laughs> well, Marianne. But she just tweeted that she got the number of unique donors. So she just has to get to two. She just needs to get. She need. She needs to get into the polling. She needs to get into the polling. Um, Gillibrand. Not in. Oh, Steyer. There only, there's only room for one boring white woman, and it's, it's Klobuchar. Steyer, not in. Yeah, he's been pounding the airwaves. Um, he's been pounding the airwaves up here. Um, I was going to say the, the big one that I noticed was Tulsi. Oh, yeah. I think Tulsi gets in. I think Tulsi gets in. What is That's she lacking? 11. Just the is everybody just lacking the percentage points, or is some of them? I think she's probably lacking the percentage points right now. Um. 
Man, Wait, did Williamson's, anybody, I'm surprised that Beto got in. I'm not. He's he consistently polls at like two, three, four percent. That's kind of his number. He's like him and Mayor Pete. You know, Mayor Pete's at five, Beto's at three, Booker's at two point two, Harris is at seven point four. You know, like they're all kind of close there. Gabbard will get it done. She's got in the last two polls I see CNN and Economist poll. Gabbard's got two. It has to be a DNC sanction poll, whatever that means. Castro's hit it though. Klobuchar's hit it. So is it like you only have to hit it in any of the two polls, or it has to be the most recent up coming into the debate? In any of them. Oh, so, so this you're is in, you're in. so this is what I think is going to happen. I think these are the people that are going to end up also getting it: Gabbard, Steyer, Williamson. So then we'll have thirteen. So you think they'll do like seven and six? They might do seven and six at that point. I think thirteen's a little unruly, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, ten's unruly. I think even if they get to twelve, if they do six and six, if they get to twelve. I think that's the way to do it. I think ten. I think ten is the maximum. So we're going to be looking to split it up after, especially like they've already said it'll be the thirteenth if necessary. They'll split it up. I mean, maybe they'll try to do it in one night, but are they really going to do a three-hour debate with like half of it going for an hour and a half and a half going for the other? Mm-hmm. I don't know about who's, that. Who's who's running this? Who, what ABC, channels? ABC. ABC. And it's Stephanopoulos. It's Stephanopoulos. David Muir. Who? The ABC World News Tonight guy. Oh, boring. Uh, Jorge Ramos. Of course, naturally. Who is... So, there will be Spanish spoken at this debate. Place your back. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I actually really... I personally don't have a problem with Jorge Ramos. He always has pretty much considered himself an activist before a journalist. And if you're open like that... I think that's the big deal with the media. They're just not honest about it. Jorge Ramos is honest about it. And he's like, yeah, I'm an activist for these causes. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, if you're going to come, you can, you can do that. You can just tell us where you're coming from. Um, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but just let us know and we can, we're smart. We can figure it out. We can figure it out whether your judgment might be, you know, you know, maybe you might be doing something, you know, advocating for a cause rather than doing just straight up, you know, non-biased journalism. That's fine. Um, but that's what we have right now. You know, over the weekend, Biden made that stupid gaffe that RFK and MLK were shot in the 70s. They were shot in the 60s. 70s, 60s. I don't know. I've been oh, I've been around for so long. They all just kind of blur together. 70s, 60s, dirty knees. Look at these. You know? Um, um, and but I thought the more interesting Biden thing this weekend was his wife, Jill, coming out and saying what everyone knows. It's like, look, you don't really like Joe. You know, no you might not agree Joe. with, you know, probably don't agree. I with have Joe, yet to see a Biden, but you're going to vote for Joe because he can probably beat Trump or he has a better chance of beating Trump than like Bernie or Elizabeth Warren. He's got, certainly got a better chance than Mayor Pete and Beto and Cory Booker. So... You know, that's where we're at there. I think we're up with closing thoughts. Um, I hope we buy Greenland. Now I have. Now we have to buy Greenland. We're going to have a budget. We're going to have a deficit next year of a trillion dollars. Trillion dollar deficit. Why don't we just tack a Greenland onto it? 
We've already established no one cares about federal spending anymore. <laughs> so I didn't have to vote on it. If I voted, I think the federal spending, I think the level of spending we have in this country is atrocious. I think it's absolutely beyond offensive. It's probably one of the worst things we do in this country. Maybe the worst long term. Because that bill is going to come in a lot sooner than the bill for me keeping my thermostat at 68 when I go to bed tonight. Thank you, AOC plus three. So I, I think we got to buy Greenland. Uh, Trump is definitely the chosen one when it comes to the social media era of this country. Um, and he's also probably the second coming of Christ. Uh, unplug everything in your house that's connected to the internet and go underground like a mole people. I go think off it's the grid, Ron Swanson style. Yeah, you gotta go off the grid at this point. Like, come on. But they already know everything. They'll know you're off the grid. That's true. So red flag. You can't get a gun. Probably already been microchipped. You've we already microchipped our dogs. Like, it's no big deal. You've definitely been microchipped. Definitely. Remember that last time you went to the dentist? Microchipped. Um. All right. Trump tweet of the day. Trump tweet of the day. What you got? Oh, I get to pick it? Yeah, you get to pick it. All right, sweet. So, okay, it's kind of a twofer, but that's because he did the dot, dot, dot. So we're going to do both. It's a little bit cheating. All right, let's go. I always love it when he has continuing thoughts. For the record, Denmark is only at 1.35% of GDP for NATO spending. They are a wealthy country and should be at 2%. We protect, protect Europe, and yet only eight of the 28 NATO countries are at the 2% mark. The United States is at a much, much higher level than that. Because of me, these countries have agreed to pay $100 billion more, but still way short of what they should pay for the incredible military protection provided. Sorry. <laughs> Hashtag Betty Wars. <laughs> we got to buy Greenland. <laughs>